Hi, y'all. It's time for Little Monday Moxie. This is a podcast spotlighting female entrepreneurs, sharing their secrets to success, their stories of resilience, and celebrating their power and overall awesomeness. I'm your host, Dr. Megan Allen, the founder of The Community Classroom, a tutoring center in Western Massachusetts. I've also pitched, developed, and directed two master's programs at Mount Holyoke College. I'm a mama, a stepmama, and I'm an edgy geek who loves celebrating women who empower other women. Welcome to Monday Moxie. Hi, Carrie Lynn. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, Megan. Thank you for having me. So let's start um, by digging into the what of what you do as a female entrepreneur. So tell us a little bit about your business and how it was born. Okay. I started Busy Bee Cleans in 2019. I come from dentistry. So I I was working in dentistry for about 10 years, kind of got burnt out and needed to strategize what was next. And I'm going to be completely candid here and Google low-cost startup and cleaning business was one of the top three. So here we are today. (laughs) You know, I, I invested a little bit of money into it and it took off. Uh, you know, website. Uh, I went around to local shops and put up flyers and everything and it it took off. And I'm very thankful it did because here we are. That is like such a savvy business owner story that you Googled it. Did you have any connection with cleaning before that? A little bit here and there in my early twenties. It was, it was more or less, I gotta, I gotta figure something out and what can I do? You know, and honestly, I don't really enjoy cleaning, but I've found enjoyment through cleaning other people's homes. Um, and, and it's really helped my business. I mean, I create content through cleaning and I have a following and it's awesome. Yeah. Um, speaking of, and in full transparency, um, and trying not to fangirl too much. I am a huge fan of your social media content. Oh, I find it <laughs> so soothing like, to watch you clean behind someone's dirty refrigerator is yeah. like just what I need to calm myself down during a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. It's you, you never know what you're going to get. And it's, I swear the dirtier, the better. Cause everybody's, everybody's like, I can't believe you're doing that. Yes, I am doing this because it's also very satisfying for me. It's, it's, it's like, it's, uh, it's also a workout and, you know, I'm a busy body and sometimes I have to blow off steam or work it out and I go to work, I work it out. And, and that's, that's just it. And I get to show everybody. I love that. I love creating content within my own business. It's really now cool. was, was that a skill set that you had prior to starting busy bee cleans? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. Yep. We, uh, we used to have little, uh, you know, at the dental office that I worked at, you know, uh, best pumpkin carver of the year or best ornament maker, you know, and, and I was top dog every time I create, I create, <laughs> I love to create. It's my thing. So what are some other strengths that you bring into your work as a female owner operator? This is a big one, Uh, and this is something that I've kind of brainstormed uh, recently and gone over in my head about transparency. It's big. It's really big. Um, You know, before this year, things were kind of not necessarily vague, but 
I didn't want people's expectations to be so high and, 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 you know, so I kept things vague, but now it's, you need full transparency. This is what you're getting. This is what it is. If you don't like it, you don't have to take it. We don't have to work for you. We don't have to clean. We don't have to, we can, you can go your separate ways and you can go with another business. That's just how it is. So transparency is a big one. I love that. And I think that can, um, be a lesson learned to all different avenues of our life, like all, all kinds of relationships, not just with potential clients. Absolutely. Yep. (laughs) I agree. Mm -hmm. Was there a culminating event that kind of led to that aha about transparency? I brought on someone wonderful who helps me with the business and we're both very similar with getting things done. And, um, I know nothing's going to be missed. We're, we're, we're very similar with our work ethic and, I knew that uh, I, I don't have to be vague anymore because this is what's included and this is what's going to be provided because we both care very much about what we're doing. Yeah, I I know. Um, yeah, team team building is everything, and bringing on the right people can make us yeah. so much stronger and help us learn. And um, especially some of those lessons around transparency. I know for me, when I started my business, I'm such a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. I, I think I used- it was like a little gray with the transparency because we might not do exactly what they're asking for, but I would try my best to do it because I wanted to not let them down. (laughs) I know. Yeah. It's so true. It's very true. Yes. So exactly what you just said. That's, that's, yeah, I was there. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. But once you get to that point where you're like, uh, this is what it is. I'm not pleasing anybody anymore. This is what it is. Take it or leave it. It's so refreshing and you just feel, I, this past year, I felt like a whole weight was lifted off of me in regards to that. I don't have to feel bad anymore because there's nothing to feel bad about. I'm doing the best I can and I'm providing, you know, the best service that, that I can provide. For me, I kind of relate it to cooking for a family of seven. I, oh, I have my. seven in my family. And it's like, I used to try to please everybody, the gluten-free, the vegan, the vegetarian, the nut-free, the no carb. And then eventually I was like, all right, I did my best. I spent an hour. It is what it is. Enjoy or fix yourself something else. And then it was like, I was like, ah, (laughs) I love that. Go find yourself a bowl of cereal. If you're not having this, I'm all set. Yeah. I'm not for everybody. This meal might not be for everybody and that's okay. That's okay. (laughs) I love that. Yep. What was the hardest thing for you about building your business? Um, Oh, I still struggle with this a little bit. So I feel like in this industry, the cleaning industry, um, there's some, some sort of underlying stigma uh, behind house cleaners or cleaning services. It's the stigma that, that falls on yes. this street. And I have a hard time with it because, you know, it's, it's there and I don't respect it. And, and it's, it's big and nobody should respect that. Um, you know, we we deserve fair wages and we're doing manual labor. Any, any house cleaner, it doesn't matter if you're a service, a house cleaner, you're, you're, you're busting your chops every day to make ends meet and in its physical labor. 
Yeah, I could totally see that. As you said it, the the stigma and just to like put a name on it, I would assume people think that it's like blue collar work. Like, yeah, maid. I'm not a maid service. Maid, let's get politically correct here. That's politically incorrect. I don't ever want to hear the word maid ever, ever, ever in my business. I've had people reach out, maid services, and I just tell them, listen, it's 2021, 2022. I'm all set on your term. I'm not having it. You need to look elsewhere. I love it it too. Um, Being in like the tutoring or private teaching business. Yeah. (laughs) People think one that um, there's a, well, there's a stigma around tutoring that it's like for, I don't know. I don't want to say that some clients are embarrassed that they're getting tutoring, but they are embarrassed. And two, that it's a female profession that people shouldn't, that aren't comfortable paying a lot for when it's like, no, these are tutors who have like two master's degrees, 20 years of experience. And this is what they will be paid because they are professionals. They're not babysitters. (laughs) No, exactly. Exactly. I, I totally agree. Yep. How do you work to overcome that stigma, Carrie Lynn? Oh, um, my terms and policies are really, 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 really to the point. That's the only, that's it. And, and every day just, you know, keeping up with my, my followers or following. And I have a lot of other cleaning businesses and services that follow us. And, you know, we vent to one another and then we reach out to one another and, and, and that's, that's awesome. So you know, if I'm having a hard day or struggling with that uh, stigma, I'll reach out to somebody or find it within myself to just kind of know, I know what I'm worth and this is it. And not to, not to get upset about anything, try not to. Uh, it's very hard sometimes, but, you know, just having a good network of other people that are going through similar things every single day helps a lot. So do you see people in this network of other cleaning businesses as competition? No. Can no. You, can you elaborate a little bit on that? Uh, so when I first started it, I reached out to a few cleaning businesses that came in. I, I uh, wanted a quote because I, I hadn't, again, I had no idea what I was doing. I just was like, <laughs> okay, how hard can this be? I'm just going to start this up and let's go from there. But Google told me, do your research. So I had to. And I had a few cleaning businesses come over, give my home a quote at the time, and I thought, this is crazy. You're quoting this rate. How many hours? It just didn't make sense. And I tried to add it up. It didn't make sense. And so I ended up deep cleaning my own house. And I went, this is a lot of work. And I went through their estimate breakdown and was like, this is not, there's no way that this would be provided. There's just absolutely no way. What I want to provide is not going to get done. And I saw it and I said, okay, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go ham in my own business and I'm going to throw it all out there. And I haven't seen anyone that's in the area doing what we're doing. So I I don't know. You got to have a lot of drive and I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. So, so the math geek in me loves (laughs) that, that you figured out like the unit rate almost about what (laughs) you applied math to make it make sense and make it worth your time to build your business around it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, in the first year I started, I didn't really know, you know, I, I, I didn't go off of square footage and all that stuff, but I knew, I knew what I thought was pretty reasonable. 
Um, and it wasn't until this past year where I just really leveled up and this is, this is it. You gotta, you have to calculate everything, cost everything. Unfortunately, we're going through a pandemic and inflation is through the roof right now in every single industry. And, 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 and it's tough. It's tough. You kind of just gotta, gotta keep moving. Gotta keep, keep going. Cost of products have, have increased significantly. So you got to take into account all of that stuff, insurance, things like that. You know, things where the first year I was like, okay, you know, that doesn't apply. Well, now I got a lot of overhead. So this actually does need to happen. I got to bring in more. So, yeah. Carrie Lynn, other than like thinking about uh, pricing and how the uh, inflation affected you in the pandemic, how else did the pandemic affect your business? Oh, oh my. Uh, the first few months, you know, we were all up in the air. Um, you know, at that time I was only doing recurring cleaning. So I was going into everyone's home once a week, twice, twice a month, or maybe one time a month. And it affected my business significantly because, because every, nobody wanted anyone in their home. And, and I, I was uncomfortable going into people's homes. You know, I have asthma. No one really knew what was going on at that time. Um, and I was terrified. I mean, I was cavi wiping, cabiciding everything. I was spraying, disinfecting produce. I mean, it was crazy. It's insane what I was doing on my end. So, you know, I didn't work for about two and a half months and I thought, okay, if I'm, it's time to think bigger outside work, exterior work, deep cleanings, you know, people, unfortunately, can't be in their home. This is, this is a longer, a longer cleaning. Um, it just really, I had to think outside of the box and it was, I thought about commercial and residential deep cleanings and, and, and different services like that. But the pandemic really pushed me to do that because I had no other option. I had to, I had to survive somehow. And that somehow was going more commercialized and specialized within my own business. So it expanded your menu of offerings. Yes, expanded my menu of offerings. And I found that I really enjoyed doing that more than the recurring or building this recurring service. I, I was like, this is, this is where it is. And this is where I can create because my creative side with the recurring and where my business was that first year was almost non-existent. And I kind of felt stuck why did I start this business to feel stuck? I don't want to feel stuck ever. Um, so once I started the shift, that's when it just took off. And I love it. I love <laughs> well, it. I love following the it. The dirtier, the better. I'm sorry. Before I would be so afraid. And now I'm like, no, I'm going to tackle that. You know, like I'm going to get that. And I do. Uh, it, it, it's, I don't know. I love it. And everybody loves it too. So thank you for following Megan. <laughs> Like I said, if um, if you weren't posting those videos of the before and after of the grout cleanings, I don't yeah. know what I do at the end of a hard day. Like it's yeah. just it's just the content that I need to watch. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love hearing that. Thank you. Where does your creativity come from? Where do you get your ideas? Oh, I don't know. I've always been this way um, since a little kid. I don't know. I just I love animation and I. I, I love different things. I don't, I don't like things to, you know, I don't like my creative side to be like anyone else's. It's, it's got to always be different. You know, I'm funky and I'm strange a little bit. And 
I don't know, though, the weirder, the better. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. So thinking about this, this leap that you took from working in a dentist office to uh-huh. owning your own business, how have you grown both personally and professionally in these past three years? Oh my goodness. I've grown <laughs> a lot. Um, definitely more mature. I can definitely read situations and people a lot more clear. And I think that just comes with owning your own business. I think that because I've tried to brainstorm on it and I, I just think you get to a point where you just, you see things a lot more clearer, you know, cause you have to, it, it's just you figuring it out. You know, you're not, you're not underneath someone else's wing. It's just literally you are creating this and it's yours and you have to figure it out. Um, I don't know. I just, somewhere along the road here this past year, I've really just, I've realized a lot. And I, I think a lot has to do with this pandemic and, 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 and what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. There's something really liberating and scary about being the one who makes all the decisions. Yes. <laughs> or who, who leads the group in making decisions. Yeah. And then it's like the ultimate yay or nay. Or, and yeah. I really think too, especially the more conversations I have, I feel like the businesses that are coming through the pandemic are coming through stronger and savvier and really ready to tackle anything. I mean, (laughs) if you can make it through a pandemic, I think we can make it through a lot of things. You know, honestly, this has been so crazy and it's still going on. I almost feel like, too, there's a societal community appreciation for the small businesses who have made it through successfully. Yeah. Like there's almost this like community embrace that yeah. I, that I feel as well. I don't know if you feel that as I, I feel it. Well. Oh yeah. I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's, it's so important to connect and network with, you know, strong independent uh, businesses as well. And, and people who really respect your business and, and, and who, you know, have, have respect for their own. It's big. Absolutely. The, the idea of community support. Yes, absolutely. Um, what's next for Busy Bee Cleans? Man, I don't know. I'm starting a YouTube channel. I'm a little nervous about it. What? Tell us more. It's going to um, it's gonna focus more on how to, how to do's and, you know, uh, DIYs. So, you know, I, I, I kind of want to give that to people and, and just kind of help them with that part because I'm always learning and I always want to share, but there's only so much I can share on certain platforms. And, you know, I think that YouTube is a great platform for the DIYs and things like that. How did you choose YouTube over something like TikTok? I mean, I'm still on TikTok. I'm on TikTok. So <laughs> I've <never laughs> done <crazy>. that. <laughs> I'm creating on TikTok too. It's fun. It's TikTok's such a different platform. Um, it's strange how intimidating this was to me two and a half, three years ago. And now I'm just like, I'm ready to conquer all of it. Cause I just want to give it all to everybody. I want everyone to have a piece of it. Um, it's a little different. TikTok's a little bit more, 
younger generation savvy and and and, and this fast paced create create and and I don't want to do that. So I mean, I do it. I do it at my own pace, and I have a following. But I think YouTube will just be more chill out. You know, just you want to learn how to clean this. This is how I clean it. Take it or leave it. You could go to another YouTuber. I don't know. You know, just this is how I do it. It gets the job done, and this is it. Well, I'm pretty excited about watching that. Um, awesome. <laughs> and we'll we'll put the link uh, in the show notes for our listeners. All right, Carrie Lynn, I see you in your social media and your content cleaning. Mm-hmm. I see you running this business and I hear you talk about creating the content. So I'm just really curious about how you spend your time in like a typical week as a business owner. Okay. Um, it's busy. I, I don't, I don't <laughs> stop. I never stop. Um, I mean, I... I feel like at this point I bleed busy bee. I really do. It's crazy. It's creating a I mean, if it's not putting together estimates and sending over invoices, estimates, things like that, you know, the business part, it's it's creating and it can go all day long. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. It's always there. I'm always so there. till I go to bed. <laughs> and then when I wake up. <laughs> As the owner operator, are you actually still doing the cleaning? Oh yeah. I'm always on the job. I'm the one that's always there. Cause I feel like I know I'm, yeah, it's me. I'm always on the job. And then how many people do you have on your team right now? Um, I have one full timer and two per diem kind of as needed because they have their own things going on. Um, and that's it. Yeah. And myself. Mm-hmm. What was that like um, bringing on the first person? Right now in my business, I just, I've got 27 tutors, but they are independent contractors. So they are like yeah. ad hoc 1099. And from mm-hmm. what I've heard, bringing on the first person full time is like the scariest step in building your business. Mm-hmm. But like, it, how, what was that like for you? For me, it's, I mean, he's also my life partner too. So <laughs> we, it's interesting. You would think you, you know, a lot of people are like, I would never be able to work with my significant other. And I would, I would say that in about people in my past too, but this is different. Um, you know, I don't know. We have a connection and we have a bond and in, in, in our work ethic is so similar. You know, I've always been very reluctant on bringing someone on board full-time because they just didn't have what it took or, you know, my standard can be very, I have high standards for things. And, you know, I've had to compromise on that in the past and, you know, it eats me away because I I just feel like you got to have that strong work ethic and, and be a good team player. Um, and I hadn't had that in the past. So, so now I have that. So once you find that, it's like, all right, can we just make this happen? You, you, there's no, you won't hold back. You know, when you know it's right, it's right. And you'll bring that person on board. But yeah, if you're racking hiring or, you know, subcontracting out, I've done it um, the first two years in business. So it's kind of like, oh God, you know, I don't have that stress anymore. Thank God. You got to find the peanut butter to your jelly. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So inquiring minds want to know, 
when is this partner going to appear in some content? Um, he is, he's, oh, he's, he's there. I'm, I'm trying to bring him in more. The YouTube, <laughs> I think the YouTube channel is really gonna, it's really gonna be there for everybody to see. So, all right. So we just have to wait a little bit. Out. Yeah. A little bit longer of a wait. And then, then yes. he will make his debut. Yes. He's, he's awesome. <laughs> he's also a business owner too. So he understands that. So that, that's why it works so well as well. He's got his own thing going on. So you guys can talk business at dinner, I'm guessing. Yes. And he, you know, he, he, he keeps me level-headed with some stuff. So <laughs> it's always you know. nice to have that balance. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. So two more questions, Carrie Lynn. Sure. What advice would you give to other female business owners in the Pioneer Valley and beyond? Oh, Stay true to your core principles. That is, that is very big. Yeah. Don't settle. Stay true to yourself. It's all going to be okay. I love it. I think that's a, a great like ending point, a great uh, bookend. Uh, where can our listeners go to find you on social media or find more about your business? Um, we're on Google. You can, you can, you can Google us. We're also on Facebook, busy bee cleans Northampton. That's the, that's the Facebook, uh, link right there. Um, Instagram is busy bee cleans M a, uh, YouTube's in the works. I'll have to get back to you on that one. Oh, hi. Hi there. You're so cute. How's Cora it going? Wants to know if, if you're looking for a mascot, she has wings. I, I would love <laughs> for you to be our mascot. What is the- you got? <laughs> For the listeners who can't see uh, my two-year-old daughter, just Cora just hopped in my lap and, and joined hi, the conversation. Um, Cora, can you say hi to Carrie Lynn? Hi. Nice to uh, meet and, you. And listeners, we'll make sure to put where to find Carrie Lynn in our show notes. I don't have it all gathered here. You'd think I'd have that more together, but I don't. Oh, good. We've got it for you. Uh, Carrie Lynn, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing some of your, your wisdom, your head and your heart. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's uh, been an honor and I'm looking forward to, you know, the resilience project. So this is awesome. All right. Take care, Carrie Lynn. You too. Thank you. Bye, Cora. 